mean, and it, <coughs> excuse me, it is awfully chilly outside right now. February is back. It is four degrees. Looking for a high today of 15 with mostly cloudy skies. But, 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 tomorrow 23. Hey. Saturday 32. Ooh, okay. Okay. So, not bad, not bad, because Saturday is the big Duluth Polar Plunge. Yes. Now, I'm ecstatic because the um, stats are in mm-hmm. right now, and we actually have exactly one more plunger this year than last year, and the plunge hasn't even started yet. Nice. Because lots of people get registered day of. So, really, there could be an astronomical amount of people that are going to be plunging and an astronomical amount of money that we're going to raise. And with 32 degrees, I'm telling you, that is a gift. Right now, there's 584 plungers that are registered. $119,692. I think we're going to hit our goal of 145 That's crazy. I really think that's going to happen. So here's what's going on. So yes, the plunge is coming up in a couple of days, but you still have you still have time to register. The minimum amount you need to raise the plunge is $75. You could do that in five minutes at your job or just right. hit up your family or your friends. And they have lots of great incentives. They have really nice long sleeve t-shirts. They have sweatshirts, jackets if you really raise a lot of money. So the plunge is happening on Saturday, this Saturday, February 18th at noon at Park Point. So what you do is you register for a time to plunge. So you're not standing out there the whole time waiting to go. They actually have times when you register to plunge. So you meet up at the garden with your friends, family, have some food, have some drinks. And we have shuttles that take you out to Park Point. Don't drive out to Park Point. There's not enough places to park. And you don't want to have to jump into Lake Superior and then walk to your car After you've changed your clothes because your hair might still freeze. So that's the beauty of we've got the shuttle. You go over, get dropped off at Park Point. We have heated tents for you to get changed. Then there's like fire pits. There's a heated tunnel. They try to do the best they can to make sure it's as accommodating as possible. You jump in the water. we got the St. Louis County Rescue Squad there, plus tons of other volunteers to help out. And you get back out. Run back to the tent, get changed, and then head back to the garden. We got a costume contest, so we highly, highly recommend you wear costumes because that's all part of the fun. I remember when I first started jumping, and there wasn't like that nice little like warming tent when oh, you run yeah. through. Oh, oh yeah, that's so nice now. Yeah, it's it's a big difference. I had to change in the our old mix van. What? Yep, because there wasn't a changing tent, and oh. I had to be out there for a while. And I'm like, well, I'm soaking wet. And that was fun. <laughs> In the back of a utility fan trying to get changed. Love that for you. So, yeah, it's it's super, super boom, boom. They, like, try to hustle people through as fast as possible. Uh, we know 32 still not, you know, 70, but... Believe me, we've done plunges in blizzards and pouring rain. Two years ago, it was pouring rain when we did the plunge. So uh, fingers crossed the weather still works out. Uh, If you have not registered yet, pre-registration and check-in is happening Friday out at Park Point from 5 to 7. And then again, plunge starts at noon on Saturday. It runs a couple hours. And what's great, too, is we're going to be streaming it again this year thanks to Cooper and his setup. So uh, if you are plunging, make sure to tell everyone you know. Look on the uh, Mix 108 app or online at Mix108.com. They can watch you plunge from anywhere in the world. And then what's nice, too, is we uh, keep it up permanently on our website. So you'll always have access to watching yourself plunge your friends. There you go. 
It's a lot of fun. It's all for a great cause, too. All the money that's raised stays right here in this area uh, to help out Special Olympics athletes. So it helps with travel and equipment and uh, fees and all kinds of stuff. So um, it's just it's a it's a fantastic event. It's so much fun. We're so excited to always be a part of it every year and uh, might see some athletes out there uh, as well. So thank you, Mother Nature. Let's let's keep it going. That Saturday is going to be beautiful because uh, we deserve it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Music coming up from uh, Maniskin. We got Sam Smith and Justin Bieber is next on Mix 108. Treat yourself. Degrees outside right now. Look for a high today, 15. You know, I want to know who you've been talking to that think green peppers don't have taste. Oh, I know a couple people that they they hate green peppers and they'll pick any other color but that. So if you're wondering, this isn't random. We were talking last <laughs> night. Last night, I made a homemade mac and cheese and a nice little... Um, uh, Dijon mustard chicken thing and uh, we were talking about green peppers and she's like I don't know why people say green peppers don't have any taste I'm like what green peppers have taste yeah why are green peppers cheaper too to buy I wonder that I actually have never noticed yeah they're cheaper than the red or yellow or orange oh yeah that's weird and usually when you buy the packs like they they generally you'll have a ton of just single green peppers, but then the other ones are sometimes bundled together. I it's, wonder why. It's because green peppers are so cheap to grow and they can be harvested a lot sooner than the other peppers. That's I've, I knew there had to be some reason, and so I think it's kind of a food snobby thing to be like, oh, green peppers. It's like, what are you talking about? They're delicious. I like all peppers. I do too. I, I'm but I. I, I like do. making stuffed green peppers. Ooh, yes. I, I don't do just stuffed green peppers. I do just all the peppers stuffed. But I also get uh, a lot of enjoyment when I make fajitas and I do the multicolored uh, peppers. Like, ooh, so fun. I love it. That sounds good. Yeah. Now I'm hungry. Philly cheesesteak pepper. Well, that's basically <gasps> what I had last night. Wrapped <sighs> in a tortilla good. shell with tons of queso. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Oh, God. I I would I saw your food and I'm just like dang. Although my homemade mac and cheese was pretty was pretty fire. Saw so it on Instagram. I'm just like, well, what am I gonna eat? I've like crackers and pop. That's like all I have in my house. I still haven't got grocery shopping. So I'm just like, oh god, I'm so lazy. I'm so lazy. I'm so lazy. <laughs> uh, here's my cell phone. All right, <laughs> order some takeout food. It's it's gonna work out. So I came across this story. I want to talk about this because I feel so bad for this lady and I've never even met her. Can you imagine? So you throw a bridal sh- or a baby shower for your friend. Yeah, seventeen people RSVP. They're going to be there. You rent out a, a space, so it's not even at your house. So you have the expense of all the decorations, food, renting out a, a space to have the party. Seventeen people RSVP. The day of your baby shower, every single person canceled. What? So this poor woman. Is there with her friend that she threw this baby shower for? And at first, the 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 pregnant mom was like, "Oh, that's okay." But then she went in the bathroom and just started bawling. So the woman that threw the baby shower is like, slapped back at all these people. Went on Facebook and was like, "You know what? Really, don't commit to something that you're not 100 percent going to do." And then at least have the courtesy to let us know before the day of. 
Well, I think that's crazy that 17 people RSVP'd and not a single one of those 17 people showed up. Yeah, she has it on TikTok. She said people can be, and not one person responded to the post. Oh, yeah. People can be so cold. Uh, she deserves so much more of the wound captioned in the video. Ugh. Isn't that sad? That's super sad. Oh, my God. I feel so bad. I mean, you know, like a bridal shower, baby shower, that's a huge thing. Right. You know, it's not like a birthday party, which still would be terrible. But you have another birthday coming up. But baby showers and, and wedding showers, that's a big, big deal. Big life event. Ugh. And so if, you know, and things happen, and I get that, and sometimes people overcommit, but that all 17 people did it? They were invited. It's terrible. You can see the you can see the video if you if you want to be bummed out this morning. You can watch the yeah. video. I just, hey, do you want to be bummed this morning? Right. Check this out. Well, it's more of just like to see for yourself, to right? Be, no, 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 no. I get it. Oh my god, I was watching it and I just I felt so bad for this lady. Like you have horrible friends. I I don't know what I would do. Like if I seriously if I had some kind of event like that and seventeen I of my know. friends did that. I'd be hard pressed to talk to them. Same for at least a while. I'd have to cool off because oh, I'd be rough city population. Be, you, yeah, right? I'd be bummed. Beyonce coming up, cuffing. We got Ed Sheeran too, and Miley Cyrus latest flowers. She can buy herself flowers. You know that's coming up next. That makes me no wait. Treat yourself. Be in the air, and it is four degrees outside. Why? Looking for a high of only 15 today, but things are going to be uh, warming up towards the weekend. All your weather details coming up in just a few minutes. Oh. Also, next hour, Ian's Toolbox. Oh, got some goodies. And we're going to talk, uh, Ian did a little deep dive, did some research on uh, Duluth urban legends that people still believe oh, no, are No, 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 Minnesota urban legends. Minnesota urban yeah. legends. And please tell me that one of them is that there is a Loch Ness Monster Lake Spear. You know what? I did give you a shout out. You did? In the story. Oh, I sure did. I haven't read it yet. I'm going to read that right now. <laughs> because I 100% all my soul believe that. So that's cool. So we're going to find out Minnesota urban legends that uh, people still believe. I believe in all of them. Just wrap them up. I, I'm in. That's all coming up next hour right here on Mix 108. Hey, Twin Ports, this dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. Oh, Gene, we're starting this morning off in Indy, Indy, Indy. <laughs> I can't talk. Maybe, Indi- I'm, maybe I'm on here. Indianapolis? Yes, thank you. All right. I don't know why I couldn't go all the way with it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, a man decided to set his own car on fire in the parking lot of his apartment building. Sure. When officers showed up, he took full responsibility and told them that he set his own vehicle on fire to stop people from stealing items inside of his car. Wow, that's a little drastic. So instead of just, like, taking the valuable items out of his car, he's just going to set the whole thing on fire? Well, of course, you know, setting a car on fire came with an explosion. He also told officers he was hoping the explosions would have been bigger as he watched his vehicle. Wow. My goodness. Yeah, he cut the fuel line and dumped gas and oil onto the car before... Lighting it on fire. All to stop people from stealing items from his car. Way to, way to take uh, your f- fellow apartment dwellers into account for their safety. Right? <sighs> Some people, I tell you. Going down to Texas, 
A man recorded himself during a traffic stop when instead of giving the officer any information, he drove off and he got away. However, he posted the whole thing on YouTube and has since been caught by officers. He, uh, yep, posted on YouTube. He claims to get views and uh, he bragged about uh, fleeing from the cops. And now he's facing felony charges. See, I love it. I, I love that. How <laughs> that uh, can just uh, turn around because people are dumb. And uh, officers are looking for somebody that put a new street sign up that says Dog Bleep Alley leading to Dog Bleep Park. Of course, the bleep is an alternative to poop. And apparently one uh, person in the neighborhood is upset with the amount of dog poop in the area that apparently people refuse to clean up. Gross. So he took matters in his own hands and made his own street sign. (laughs) Well, there you go. So that's going to do it for my toolbox, Gene. I mean, it's funny, but it's I don't know if it's going to necessarily take care of the problem. I feel like that's going to add to the problem. Like, all right, well, I guess this is where I bring my dog to uh, do its business. Yeah, I think that that's going to be it. You know, if there's people that legitimately just are like, yeah, my dog just pooped there and I'm just going to leave it, are going to think that's funny. Time right now is 714, currently 4 degrees in the Twin Boards, looking for a high today of only 15. And I have this balloon in my hand and I've been... Squeezing it, and I'm afraid it's going to pop because it's going to scare me. <laughs> Why are you doing it? Because it's bugging me. I want to pop it. Bella made you that balloon, Gene. I know. Don't you pop it. Don't you do it. It's got my name on it with a little heart, so I can't pop it. I'm going to have to set it down. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. can't believe you're thinking about popping it. I'm telling Bella. <laughs> also, I'm like, wait, Bella made that for me. I forgot she wrote on it. Oh, that's so cute. So I absolutely, I love this. And I hope this this video goes viral because I just think it's hysterical. So the University of Minnesota women's basketball head coach is a former uh, pro basketball player. She played for the Lynx for many, many years. And she just got inducted in the Hall of Fame. It's, her name's Lindsay Whalen. Yep. In case you don't know who she is. She was hanging out with uh, some of her uh, players and she did a half court just sunk it. Nice. She, she tossed it and absolutely sunk it. So in celebration, she started doing a dance, which is actually really funny. Yeah. Well, then one of the players grabbed this little kid. He looks like he's three or four because they're all cheering her on and they're like, oh, this is awesome. And so for whatever reason, it's so random, grabbed this little kid and is like, show us your elephant noise. And he hit, it's hysterical. Totally lifts up his arm and he sounds exactly like an elephant and he's so proud. So there's this crowd of people around him and they're just like, yeah. So it was just like a double celebration. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. But the thing, I love this, I love this story about her because she's from Hutchinson, Minnesota, which is like an hour west of Minneapolis. So she grew up in Minnesota. She went to the U of M as a player. Then she, uh, her first two years, she got drafted. Her first two years, she played in Connecticut. But then the rest of her career, she played for Minnesota Lynx. Nice. And if you are a true Minnesota sports fan, the Lynx are pretty much the only uh, professional sports team bringing any kind of trophies to the state of Minnesota. Whoa, 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 whoa. In championships. Whoa, 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 whoa. You've told me stories about when you were down at some bars watching Kirby Puckett. 
I'm saying in the recent, okay, more all recently. Right. All right, I was going to say that was what? Don't forget about the twins. What Late was that? 80s, early 90s, 89 and 91. Yeah, something like that. I do have a Kirby Puckett uh, bobblehead doll. It is fantastic. <laughs> um, I'm saying, yeah. So, um, big props to the Minnesota Lynx basketball team. Oh yeah, for sure. Completely underrated, and uh, I just think that that's. I just think that's a really cool story. She's kind of like the Adam Thielen of women's basketball. Love that. You know, small town hero or you know hometown hero and plays for played professionally for the Lynx, and now mm-hmm. she's the coach of uh, U of M basketball women's basketball team. They've struggled a little bit. They're not don't have the greatest record right now. They're nine and sixteen, but uh, you know any, anything's possible. So. If you want to check it out, check out the video, especially the little kid. He totally steals the show. He's so cute. Because he's so cute. Uh, you can find it at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. We've got Camilla Cabello coming up, The Weekend, to Lipa, and those Minnesota Urban Legends. That's all coming up next on Mix108. Attention, North Lion. The tide. 33. It is a whopping four degrees outside. Looking for a high today of 15. We need some uh, nice weather dreaming for this Saturday. That's right. Good thoughts. It is the big uh, Duluth Polar Plunge, the annual plunge. And uh, in studio this morning, we have Jeremy from Duluth Police Department. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, thank you for taking the time to come in. Congratulations on your own uh, fundraising efforts. $3,000. Let's hear it. Whoa, whoa, Gene. $3,003. Yeah. right. Yeah, don't cut Jeremy short here. So that's awesome. Uh, you are one of the plungers and also involved in uh, putting the event together. And the fact you've raised that much money so far is very honorable. And uh, thank you for that, for your contributions and help. So uh, we're looking 36 degrees, Jeremy. It's going to be a great day to plunge. Probably one of the best years for uh, weather-wise in a long time. And so there's I'm still excited. ice out there, too. Yeah. So anybody, yes. And we already cut the hole for the plungers to jump in. Uh, anybody that was waiting for our last minute to see how the weather was, it's great. So sign up. We almost have 600 plungers. We're hoping to break the 600 mark. So please sign up. All the money uh, that you raise stays locally in Minnesota for Special Olympics. Plus, what's nice, too, we were talking about this earlier, is there's time slots. Like, back in the day, it was like you just you just stood around and went when you went. So that's what's nice, too, because you can kind of time it out. There is a shuttle from the garden in Canal Park. Please do not drive out to no. <laughs> Park Point. No, no. Go to the garden, have some food, have some drinks. Uh, we've got the costume contest, prizes giveaway. Plus, uh, you'll sign up for a time slot, so then you'll take – the shuttle out to Park Point, and then uh, good to go. And you can get changed, plunge, hop back in the shuttle, and then back to the garden for some fun. I'm so glad that the costume contest is back because that was one of my like favorite parts of the Polar Plunge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have uh, gift cards for people to win, car wash coupons from Tommy's Car Wash. So wear some great costumes. I know there's great ones every year. And doors open on Saturday at 1045 at the garden. And uh, they've got food available. And then, of course, we talked about the, the shuttles as well and the costume contest. So it's just going to be a lot of fun. Um, so uh, check-in. Day of registration is at noon. The plunge is at 2 o'clock on Saturday. And so if you're not plunging but maybe just want to be part of the fun, we highly encourage people to come out and watch because uh, it's great. They're just cheering everybody on and clapping. And mm-hmm. that means a lot when you get out of that water and you got some strangers clapping for you because you're like, <laughs> yeah, that was cold. <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy, do you have a, a costume you're going to be wearing? or what, uh, what I'll, wear, I'll wear my police uniform, make it simple enough. 
But what I think is super cool is he's going to have like a stuffed animal version of his K9 yeah. Cali. Yeah. She'll be jumping in with me, not the actual Cali, but yeah, stuffed animal version. I love that. If you want, I'll hold your belt with your gun. Mm. There we go. I was looking for someone to do that, so I trust Eugene. Thank you. I'm sitting there on his radio just like... Eugene's your person. She's going to like do random numbers into the... (laughs) Oh, my God. That would just be like... I'm a police officer for five minutes. No, that would be that'd be frightening. But, uh, again, pre-registration check-in is Friday, February 17th, 5 to 7 at Park Point. Day of registration is at noon, and the uh, pledge is at 2. So we highly recommend you do the pre-registration because then you just got it all taken care of. But uh, if you got to wait till day of, that's fine, too. I don't know why I thought of this, but, like, the scene in Monsters, Inc., Popped into my head, and I feel like Gene will go twenty three nineteen. We have a twenty three nineteen. Run for the door! Run for the door! Yeah. <laughs> the Duluth plunge so far has raised over two million dollars, two point five million in its twenty one year history. Uh, last year, five hundred seventy five plungers raised one hundred thirty six thousand seven hundred thirty one dollars, and uh, we're almost to that right mm-hmm. now. It's just fantastic. The goal for money is one forty five. I really think we can do it. I think we can get 600 plungers, but, of course, we can't do it without you. It is a badge of honor. All of us have plunged. Uh, Ian has plunged a couple times. I've plunged before. And to jump into Lake Superior in February, that's some bragging rights right there. Yes. And this is the year to do it, 36 degrees on Saturday. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you need more details, you can go to Mix108.com, Mix108 app, or PlungeMN.org. And uh, we're just really, really looking forward to it, really excited. I'll be down playing music and doing some announcements. And then uh, Cooper's going to be there right right on the brink of where people are plunging. He's going to be getting pictures, and he's also uh, going to be streaming. We're going to be streaming the plunge as well. So make sure to tell all your family and friends. Go to Mix108.com, Mix108 app. You'll be able to watch it live as it's happening. And then uh, also, of course, it will be embedded on our website and app forever. So you'll be able to check it out. So uh, any any last words you got here, uh, Jeremy, f- to encourage people to be part of the plunge? It'll be a warm day. We have warm tents to change in. we got the shuttle going back and forth to the garden, so it'll be a good time. Don't have to worry about much. Just wear a great costume if you want. And, uh, yeah. There you have it. And lots of uh, great incentive prizes, too, mm-hmm. for um, raising money. So I bet you're going to get a jacket for three grand. That's Yeah. That'd be cool. Those, <laughs> uh, they have the... I have like 17 Polar Punch sweatshirts. They're my absolute favorite. Same. I was going to say the, the same thing. They're thick, real nice quality um, sweatshirts or else the long sleeve shirt you get for the $75. So, again, check out all the info at Mix108.com. Jeremy, thanks so much. We'll see you on Saturday. And uh, thank you, Mother Nature. Great, thank you. <laughs> i got to say that, too. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we'll talk about uh, Minnesota urban legends that people still believe. We have money in uh, music from Pink. Never going to not dance again. That's next on Mix 108. Treat yourself. Now we got lots and lots and lots of fun stuff. We've been talking about this and talking about this, and I promise. We will talk about this in the 8 o'clock hour, the Minnesota um, urban legends that people still yeah. believe in. Also, Gene believes in all of them. <laughs> I do. I'm kind of a sucker. <laughs> um, plus, the beauty of small town fun, bar stool races. In yes. Wisconsin, we'll tell you where and when in case you might want to listen, participate, Gene, or for sure go watch. Barstool races in Wisconsin. Say less. That's all you need right. to know. 100%. That's all coming up next hour. Plus, to check your forecast on Mix 108.
Here's what's trending. Okay, it's finally happening. I know that uh, we've been teasing and teasing it all morning long because there's a big buildup because this is awesome. Yes. Oh, urban legends in Minnesota that people still believe. So do you have, do you have any like certain urban legends that like stick out in your head? Like, no, this I'm a firm believer that this is a real thing. Uh, the boogeyman. The what man? The boogeyman. Specifically in Minnesota. Well, he's in Wisconsin, but he could be over here, too. Uh, see, growing up, I heard stories of the wild man, but that's from Georgia. The wild man's going to get you. Um, a Minnesota one uh, that uh, Irvin is haunted, for sure. I told 100% oh, believe that. Yeah, I will go to my grave saying that place is haunted. I've been in there. I've had some experiences. Uh, <laughs> would not want to be in there alone. Uh, one of my favorites is the duck on the head law. So this gets recycled like every year on social media. Uh, that it's illegal to cross the Minnesota and Wisconsin border with a duck on your head. You've heard about this, right? I've never heard this. You've never life. heard this? No, no. Oh, yeah, it's it's one of those crazy, like, oh, dumb Minnesota laws. Well, it turns out, according to Minnesota lawyer, they say the law is false, and it was a gross misreading of Minnesota statute, bunch of numbers after there, meaning that you you have to have a certain type of, of clothing material if you have a duck on it like it's got to be like cotton or something i don't know it's super weird but uh that got translated into you can't cross the minnesota wisconsin border with a duck on your head also so weird who walks around with ducks on their head uh, i i think yeah, is uh nobody is a bigger question uh, and then of course uh you got uh glenn sheen i put that on the list um have you ever heard of dead man's trail no. So it's located in Thief River Falls, and it's kind of a tra- tragedy. Legend has it that while on the trail, a Native American woman's baby was carried away by the rushing river. The baby then unfortunately fell over the falls onto the rocks below. It was said that the woman cursed the river, and ever since then, people have claimed to not only see her apparition appear wandering the trail, but they've also heard faint crying. Oh my god, how sad. I know, I get goosebumps every time I hear that I story. Would, I would absolutely need to change my pants if I heard a baby crying and I was like around that trail. Well, it wasn't the, it wasn't the baby crying, it's the woman crying. Or a wailing sound, yeah, yeah. I need to change my pants. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The other one of my uh, favorite ones that gives me goosebumps is uh, the old Duluth East Theater. Well, now it's Ordeen Middle School. So some believe that a drama director was writing a play and before he finished it, he fell off the balcony in the theater and died. No one knew about the play until one day it randomly showed up on an English teacher's desk with a note on Old East High School stationery that read, Please perform this, signed with the initials RC. The play was never performed, but some students have heard noises and felt a cold presence in that theater. Hey! How crazy is that, Gian? No. Yes. I don't like it. Right here in Duluth. I don't like it. I don't like it. And uh, one more one more I'll share is uh, the Gray Cloud Island white truck. So down near the city's areas, there are stories of people being followed by an older white truck. And then the truck randomly just disappears. Some also see a translucent looking man wearing a flannel and holding a hunter hunting rifle in the area as well near where the white truck is seen. Could be your typical Minnesotan, or it could be something else. See, that makes me absolutely want to like run for the hills here in that story. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Can I read my favorite? Yes. Uh, Peppy the Lake Serpent. <laughs> Similar to the Loch Ness Monster, people believe that a serpent-like creature lurks in the shadowy depths of Lake Pepin near Lake City, Minnesota. And I believe this could be something lurking in Lake Superior, which I've talked about on many occasions. So thanks for the shout-out. I told you I gave you a shout-out. But actually, uh, Lake Pepin is it's it's actually the Mississippi River. Oh. Because I going back and forth to Winona from the Twin Cities. Yeah. You go through Lake City. And uh, Lake City also the home of water skiing, in case you didn't know that. Mm. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's so... There absolutely could be a Loch Ness monster in the Mississippi River. I believe that. I do. I do want to share one more though. I got the Legend of the Missing Briefcase. So you remember when the Coen Brothers made that movie called Fargo with the terrible sounding Minnesotan accents? Of course, greatest movie ever. <laughs> well, legend has it that people actually believed it was based on a true story, and it had people from all over going up and down the highway looking for a briefcase full of money that was buried. Oh come on, people! Give me a break. Yeah. And how would you know where that highway is? Right. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Well, I know when I, I've seen that movie at least 30 times. And when I first saw it, when he's digging to bury the briefcase, I'm like, oh, my God, look how cold his hands are. Well, Because he's, like, using the scraper, and then his hands are all bloody because he got <laughs> shot in the face. And then he's, like, digging in the snow, and I'm like, oh, my hands are freezing just watching that scene. So the legend of people, like, looking for the briefcase full of money, they even made, like, a Japanese movie about it called Kumiko the Treasure Hunter. Wow. Who literally left her town to travel to... to Fargo? Yep. To search for uh, the buried luggage. Oh, people, come on. And I'm just glad I found 13 Minnesota urban legends that people still believe because that's the perfect number. That is the perfect number. <laughs> it absolutely is. You can read them all for yourself at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. It's a, it's really cool. It's a it's a really cool list. So uh, good job, Ian. Thank you. We got Josh685 and Jason Derillo coming up. Miley Cyrus 2 and Imagine Dragons is next on Mix108. Hey, Twin Ports, huge news from... September now is 8.31, and the beauty of small towns is uh, sometimes they do some really cool stuff. I know when I was uh, living in Kansas, when I was in Colby, Kansas, northwestern Kansas, my very first radio job, um, one of the local organizations put together a mud volleyball tournament, and it was actually in a pit. Like, you had to jump down into this mud pit that was about, like, two or three feet of water. So you really sunk just trying to walk through. It was hysterical. That sounds amazing. It was so much fun. I got so dirty, and it was just gross, and you could hardly move. But it was a fundraiser, and it was really dirty fun. Bird. I was a dirty bird. But this looks absolutely hysterical. I don't know if I would. Well, maybe I'd do the hot dog, because that seems a little more stable. You would do the hot dog? It's bar stool races going on in Drummond, Wisconsin this weekend. And some of these people, they really... Uh, Put some work into this, like modify these bar stools. Like the picture I'm looking at is a hot dog with ketchup and mustard on it. And the other one looks like a little four wheeler and it's got like skis on the bottom and then he's sitting on a bar stool. So he converted the bar stool into like a four wheeler. This like is just a little kid. insane to me. Like it's so cool and I want to go be a part of this. So they have a, they have a chili feed, beer, drinks, uh, music, live DJ, raffle. Uh, it's $30 entry fee. However, you can win cash prizes in several different race classes as well as earn some bragging rights. 
Best of all, the event raises money for the Dirt and Snow Jacks, which is a Drummond ATV and Snowmobile Club and the Bayfield County Snowmobile Alliance. Oh, man. Last year, there was uh, somebody wrote a giant COVID vaccine syringe. <laughs> there was another team dresses the three little pigs and slid down the slope into a house of straw, wood, and brick. <laughs> this is so cool, Gene. It's uh, the 23rd annual Barstool Races. It's happening this Saturday on Brian Miller Hill, which is behind the Black Bear Inn on Highway 63 in Drummond. And uh, they limit it to 64 racers, so I'm not sure how many have signed up now. Food and race check-in is at 11, and the race starts at noon. There's We also have a video for you if you want to see. you got to check out the video There's because like that gives you the videos. full effect. Yeah. It gives you the full effect of just how funny this is. Oh, I got the sneeze attack. God bless you. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so it's uh, kind of near the Ashland area. It's in Drummond, Wisconsin. And uh, just uh, Google map the bar and go check it out because wow. it is really funny. Looks like they raised about $10,000 for the dirt and snow jacks in the Bayfield County Snowmobile Alliance. Okay, that's a lot of... Because if you cut it off at 64 entries at 30 bucks. To raise $10,000, that's a lot of booze you sold in Chili Dogs because that's a lot of money. Hey. So you can tell that there's a ton of spectators there. Oh, yeah. Putting up some serious money for the uh, auctions. Well, that's like, that's a cool, neat thing. Like, how could you not go and watch that happen? You know what I mean? Of course. And if it's like a nice sunny day, oh, just, yeah. uh, you know, bundle up and. That's supposed to be nice this weekend. And get going. So if you want all the details, or at least just check out the video because it's really funny. You can see it at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Again, the charm of some of these small towns where they come up with stuff is amazing. And the track looks pretty fast. Yeah, it does. Like we're watching it. So they have people like push to get you, you know, right down the initial hill. Mm-hmm. And then there's two separate tracks, but they're clipping. Some of those people are going pretty fast. Yeah. So they're wearing helmets and safety first. But the three little pigs in the house is my favorite. Let's <laughs> see what happens if they won the race. Louis Capaldi on deck, Harry Styles too, and Megan Trainer is next on Mix 108. Calling all fishermen, Hunter. Yo, this morning. Thank Jeez. you so much. Hope you uh, had as much fun as we had. I did have so much fun. I mean, talking about urban legends in Minnesota to bringing Jeremy in for the polar plunge this weekend, the barstool races. It was a great time. It was a good time. We hope you have a great rest of your day. It's a chilly day, so uh, you know, if you are outside, try to stay warm. Bundle up. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m. Ian kicks off 80 minutes of music, Ooh. commercial-free, powered, fueled by our friends at Quick Trip. Plus, he's got his throwback song of the day, so you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Have yourself a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We love you. Bye. See ya. Hey, Twin Ports, huge news.